are you using LinkedIn? I have to admit, you guys, I am not. I post on LinkedIn, but I am not using the platform like I should. So I am super excited to learn and grow from our expert on LinkedIn. Let's get real. If you're running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos and juggling all of life's offerings, let's be real and call you what you are. You, my friend, are rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero. And I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours because I get it. I have a brick and mortar business myself for over 12 years, a handful of kids, and a few passion projects that I love, like this one. Hey there, everybody. My name is Melissa Rose, and I am your visibility coach for brick and mortar businesses who want more clients coming in their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar business. We're going to share stories, we're going to talk strategy, and we're going to learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. Are you ready? Let's get real. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility. I'm your host, Melissa Rose, and as always, it's so great to be here with you. Today's topic is all about LinkedIn, and this is a topic I am not an expert in, so I wanted to bring in an expert for y'all. Miranda Von Fricken is a joy. She's got the best last name, (laughs) and she is somebody I met in a mastermind group that I was part of, and she is your LinkedIn expert, and she talks about how you can do all the things on LinkedIn and we are not utilizing it very well. We dove deep into using LinkedIn to grow your business so that you can then find and retain employment. Who is on the struggle bus with needing more team members? I know I personally am. I would like to hire some more people. And that is the conversation I'm having with a lot of brick and mortar business owners. So if you are riding that bus with me, you definitely want to stay tuned because Miranda gives us some really solid, practical advice on how to leverage LinkedIn so that you can find those team members. Okay. Before we dive in, I just want to invite you to check out MsMelissaRose.com for the latest resources, uh, free resources that are available to you. And if you are wanting to tip your toe into coaching, I have a mastermind starting in April. Go to MsMelissaRose.com forward slash mastermind and learn more about this great opportunity to network, collaborate, grow with other like-minded business owners. I'd love to have you consider. And without further ado, let's get started with our interview with the beautiful Miranda Von Fricken. She is a LinkedIn expert. She is going to teach us how to grow our brand, grow our networking, and provide daily value on LinkedIn. If you like what you hear, connect with her on LinkedIn if you are there. And if you're not, I am going to have her information in the show notes. So please check her out and tell her your takeaways. All right, y'all. Grab a paper pen, take notes, and learn from the beautiful Miranda Von Fricken. Miranda Von Fricken, welcome to the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am so good. It's so good to see you. It's been a few months since I've last mm-hmm. seen you and you look beautiful. So good. Thanks. Lady. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I am super excited because you are going to teach us all the things about LinkedIn. So tell us who you are, what you do and who you serve, and then we'll dive right in. 
Fantastic. I can't wait. Okay. I'm Miranda Von Fricken. I am a LinkedIn strategist and business coach for the early stage entrepreneur. So my niche or my fabulous focus is helping entrepreneurs in the early stages of business to really utilize and leverage the power of LinkedIn, whether that's creating a personal brand, utilizing content, adding value to their communities. It's really all about LinkedIn for growth. Mm. You're talking to my people. You're talking to my people. So why are you obsessed with LinkedIn? Oh my gosh. I live on LinkedIn. If if the mail could be delivered to LinkedIn as an address, that would be where I live. <laughs> I just, I'm obsessed with it for so many reasons. Obviously, because it helped my business growth personally, right? So my business has expanded tremendously over the last two years on LinkedIn. Although I've been on LinkedIn since 2007, utilizing it a little differently in my nine to five life back in the day. Um, but I had been growing my personal brand, the companies I worked for, their brands, and now I help others do it for themselves. Um, I've found friendships on LinkedIn. I have formed communities that have supported me in my business as well as my personal life. And it is just such an amazing place to really be educated, inspired, and level up. Okay, let's back up a little bit because you you're newer into business yourself, right? You're a few years. So I've actually so I've been in business for about ten years. As for the last three or four, I've been full time. Right. So, but for ten years, it was a side hustle previous to me being full time. Yeah. Yeah, So tell us a little bit about your journey. Take us back a bit. All right. So it was a warm spring day. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up a chair, y'all. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Um, Okay. So I started um, at a college as a career director. So I helped my students. I was an adjunct instructor um, as well as the career director. And I helped my students to essentially utilize LinkedIn to find opportunities in their industry. So back when LinkedIn was a resume site, before it was this explosive awesomeness that it is today, um, it was really a place to find jobs. And that's where my 9 to 5 niche was, helping people find jobs, um, to grow professionally, to develop professionally, and find opportunity. From there, I moved into recruiting. So again, still helping people find jobs, but it was connecting talent to opportunity, whether it was from the inside of the house where I worked for an organization helping them recruit talent or working for an agency looking for organizations that needed talent. So everything was always about talent for me and jobs and careers and growth. And I loved it. I had done that for about 15 years in the corporate space and had a a fantastic career. Throughout my time, I got a master's in motivation. I got a certification in life coaching because in order to help somebody find their best professional fit, you really have to get to know them as an individual, what makes them tick. So that life coaching piece really helped with mindset and all that stuff. Um, and then eventually I started a side hustle. I started writing resumes on the side for my students' family members and for people I knew outside of the college and the space that I worked in. Um, I started speaking and stages got bigger and bigger, which was fantastic. I started writing a lot of content on Facebook back in the day um, regarding self-leadership and motivation because I had that master's degree now. And so it all just kind of all came to a head after one rainy day, I got laid off. (laughs) 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 So long story short, I actually had my position eliminated at four companies four years in a row. Um, So I had a beautiful career in human resources, but I always seemed to be the extra in human. So recruiting, culture, Mm -hmm. 
leadership development, stuff like that. So as companies were bought out or went public or private or whatever their big transition was, as they got leaner, I was like the first one to go. Mm. (laughs) Um, And not for nothing, at one company, my brand got bigger than theirs. So I think they got a little jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So I was an easy person to pick off and I made a lot of money. So, you know, they kind of start with who Mm -hmm. can we save some money? And I was that person. After the third position elimination, I said, all right, God, I hear you. I'm not meant to be in the nine to five space anymore. Um, And not growing up as an entrepreneur, not being around entrepreneurs, my Mecca was a nine to five. It was Mm -hmm. salary, you know? So uh, I never really thought of entrepreneurship as like what I would do with my life until that, you know, fourth layoff. And I was like, forget it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This side Mm -hmm. hustle is going to be a full-time thing. (laughs) And then of course the pandemic happened and it got bigger and I just kind of blew up from there, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you help people with their LinkedIn presence. I do. Yes. Okay. So as somebody who is not on LinkedIn, well, I am on LinkedIn. I'm just not active on LinkedIn. Okay. (laughs) Two different things. (laughs) Totally two different things. Yes. And what I should say is I have a social media manager and she posts on LinkedIn on my, you know, she shares, but I am not active on LinkedIn. So who is LinkedIn for? And you can't say everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, crap. No, it is. You know what? I like LinkedIn for the unlikely. That's actually my favorite company, organization, or person to work with. The people who say, Oh, my people aren't on LinkedIn. Like there's no need for me to be on LinkedIn. So like I'll see if I speak at an event or a workshop and you'll always get that one person who's heckling you, but they really just want to know more. So I'll get like the fashion person or the makeup artist or, you know, the person who, you know, does something totally like the, the plumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get those people to be like, well, my business doesn't belong on LinkedIn. I'm like, why not? Do nine to fivers not wear makeup or have plumbing issues? <laughs> like, yeah. of course, or the wedding designer or the wedding planner, you know? So yeah, people are, you know, if they're working in the nine to five space, more than likely they're going to hop on LinkedIn. A, because the tech department doesn't block LinkedIn from the computers. <laughs> so if they're scrolling on their computer, LinkedIn won't get blocked so they can be on there. But if you're the unlikely or even like, I mean, honestly, if anybody buys your services or your products, they're looking to buy on LinkedIn. And, you know, they say the average user of LinkedIn makes about 30,000 or more, more than the average user on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. So the average is like $75,000 income on LinkedIn. And I want the person who's making more money to see my services, to see my business. Um, So LinkedIn is for everyone, even though you don't like that, but um, it is, it's definitely the case. And the less you think you should be on it, I bet you the more you should be. Okay. You're convincing me, Miranda. You're convincing (laughs) me. Okay. Okay. So I have a personal brand in my coaching and then I have a brick and mortar. So where are businesses missing the mark on LinkedIn? So specifically the personal brand is missing the mark through the individual connection, that intimacy that we sometimes don't get on a social media site. Um, so getting your brand out there consistently is kind of key, right? So people can get to know you, see you, get used to you. Um, the networking piece is wonderful. People are networking, but they're not going to the private message feature to actually connect on a deeper level. So it's that building of the community and then providing that daily value, which is nurturing it. So whether you're a brick and mortar, a personal brand, a service-based entrepreneur, 
everybody should be building and nurturing their community. And they feel sometimes that doing that online could be cold, essentially, but it's it couldn't be more opposite. It is the warmest place to be, I promise. <laughs> it, it is not as nice as obviously being in person and seeing somebody at a live networking event, but the opportunity to connect with someone and make it efficient, but still building it in a deeper way, it, it's there if you just take full advantage of it. So um, they're missing the mark by not thinking it will provide value for their business. So diving into those private messages more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So first though, in order to do that, you have to be there, right? So you right. have to have your profile completed. You have to have some sort of a brand already figured out. Your message already has to be solid. Um, and then it's the consistency that I think people are really missing out yeah. on. Like once you're there consistently, then you'll gain the confidence to dive into that private message and to be able to really connect with somebody on a more intimate level. So what can we do? What are, what are like, what's something right now that should be tackled or done. You, you mentioned consistency. Like how often should people be on there? Yeah. Or and how long are you, do you have a guide for somebody who's like newer? Like I heard that you don't have to be on there as much as other platforms. Yeah. So I mean, depending on who you're listening to, I mean, you may hear somebody say you have to be on there multiple times per day, but I think that's a little excessive. Yeah. <laughs> you should be on there multiple times per week, at least. When I, I do manage business pages for organizations and I post for them three times a week. Okay. So whether you're a personal brand or an organization, three times a week is pretty good. But the actual more important piece than being on there is the engagement piece, right? So it doesn't matter if you've got 20,000 followers or 20. If you are getting engagement, that's what's really going to help you grow. So be on there first and foremost, right? Get your profile done, get on there, build some content, be as authentic as possible, but really start to have these meaningful conversations under your posts. Don't just post and pray, right? But like go on there, engage with people, you know, use the hashtags, tag people. I mean, there's obviously strategy behind everything I'm saying. Um, but if you had to pick one thing after getting your profile completely finished and figured out, um, I would just say, get on there and just start having some meaningful conversations, engaging maybe with other people's posts in order to start to bring people to your page and then create your own conversations from there. Okay. Okay. So get that profile up and running. Yes. Solid. So do you do like an audit for people? Yeah, I sure do. So um, when I work with individuals, I have a couple different ways I can do this. So I host what's called LinkedIn Growth Academy. So twice a year, I will host a large event where I bring people on a Zoom call and we break it up into two different trainings. One is all about the profile and building that out, whether it's your personal profile or your business page. And then the other training is all about utilizing the platform. So obviously, we want to optimize our pages. We want to learn how to create content, how to grow and increase our reach and become that thought leader in our industry that we're really looking to do, bring in leads eventually as well. Um, but so I can train people in a group setting. I can do audits and then write their pages for them. It's a done for you service, a uh, little more expensive, but that's right. It's worth it because you just have one call with me. The next thing you know, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can manage the business page as well. Okay. So for like, I think of uh, my business page as something to get the awareness out, but I'm, I'm genuinely for my business page, I'm trying to get potential staff. Like that's what I'm trying to get for my people. So what are some, um, I don't know. What are some things like that somebody could do to, to sell their company more besides sharing their company values and their team and stuff? Like what are some things to, to get more visibility on the brand of their business? So 
back when I did that in my nine to five space, the biggest thing that I did in order to grow the organization to look like the it place to work was to showcase the culture of the company and the organization. So you may think it's talking about, you know, here's my job, right? Apply to this job, or this is how much I pay, or here are the benefits. But honestly, it's more important for you to share the culture and to have your team that is already a part of your organization be that brand ambassador for the culture. So if people are online talking about how great it is to work for your organization, and here's what we just did today as a team, and I feel so valued by my employer, the odds are people are going to be like, who do you work for? I need to check that company out and then go from there, check out your open opportunities. Um, so it's less about the obvious, come apply to my job, and more about the feeling of what it's like to be a part of your organization. Okay, I'm following. I'm getting that. So do do they like... Do you like video them or how does that like tactical a little bit for me? Like help me there. So if you're running your business page and you have employees that are obviously that work for you, those employees can do a couple things. They can share whatever you're posting, of course, but then they too can share their own original thoughts and feelings, whether it's in posts, tagging your company in that post, tagging you as the leader in the post. Um, They can take a selfie right at work. They can take a selfie of you two together and say, you know, this is my boss. If you want to work for someone who's awesome, let's connect. You know, let's have a conversation. We're looking for this type of employee. Um, It's really about like, think about when you're looking for a new job. I know you're not, but I used to be a career coach. And what I would say to the people is, where do you want to go every day? Who do you want to be around? What do you want to feel when you're at work? And a lot of the times, obviously, they want to get paid. Let's be honest. Like they want to get paid. They want to do cool stuff, work that that really interests them. But they want to feel valued. They want to have fun. They want to feel like they're being heard. And how do you showcase that on social media? Well, social proof, right? The social proof is anytime somebody did something amazing, we would shout them out as the organization. Be like, hey, check out. Susie, she just did XYZ. She's a rock star. She works for us. We love her. So we are proving to the public how fantastic Susie is. You know, so for you, it could be shouting out your employees and just being that, like, that go to, like, check out how awesome my organization is, how great my people are. It's more about showcasing them, which will bring in new employees. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, that's really helpful because all. brick and mortars right now. <laughs> we need help. Like yeah. finding help is super hard. So how do we get people in the door? How do we get people? I mean, I am asking everybody, how are you finding your people? And this is another strategy, another way yeah. to do it. Um, and then, you know what? Your employee may not be on LinkedIn, but maybe their uncle is right. or their sister's cousin is. So if you're saying my organization is looking for driven people because, you know, we value this type of skill set and here's what we're looking for. Um, you can also say like, do you know someone who's maybe not on LinkedIn who would be a wonderful fit? DM me some information or send them my contact information. We would love to see them. Or if they're on LinkedIn, but maybe you're mostly on Facebook and they may be on Facebook too, you can drive them from LinkedIn to Facebook. You know, they don't have to be very LinkedIn only. You know, there's so right. many different cross promotion opportunities. So you can say, Hey, check out my Facebook page or share this with someone you may know. That way the referral part is really kicked into. Yeah. And I like how you really leveraged your team that you already have. Um, yeah. We forget that we forget they're a yeah. team and they're here to help us as well yeah. in this way versus just the, the tasks they do. So that's really valuable. Yeah. 
what is, uh, what are three things that we should make sure we're doing or check off the box for getting started if we're newer on LinkedIn? Yep. So I always tell people to focus on the top part of LinkedIn. If you go to your actual profile page, you'll see there's a background photo. There is a main photo and then there's your headline. Um, there's a couple other things within there too, but, um, if that, those top three pieces don't pop, then people aren't scrolling down to learn more. They're probably not going to connect or message you. If you've got that sad gray square behind your photo, people are going to think you're sad too. <laughs> you know, so at the very least, complete your profile. But if you're like, this is a big undertaking, what do I do first? Start from the top, work your way down. As a business owner, though, start at the top, but then go to the very bottom as well and get those recommendations in there too. Um, so if you are a business owner, it may not be a huge deal for you to fill in all the experience you've ever had in your life, right? All your education, your skills. Maybe you just want to fill out that top piece. So the photos are fantastic. There's a call to action in your headline as well as that main photo. And then as people scroll down, they'll see recommendations. What it's like to work with you, to work for you, to utilize your products or services. So top and bottom probably are the main priorities if you're going to do anything. Awesome. Awesome. This is such a great way to get more visible, you all, because as brick and mortar business owners, we have a lot of opportunity for different visibility. And um, I always want what we want you to do an online strategy, an offline strategy, and a huge strategy. And maybe your online strategy is LinkedIn and you can leverage that. And especially I know many of us are looking for team members to grow our business more. So grab these tips that Miranda shared with us. Now, Miranda, how do people work with you if they want to outsource some of this and say, you know what? <laughs> I want to just get the professional to do this. Help yeah. me out. Tell us how we can find you and work with you. Just mail me a check. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a blank check. <laughs> Seriously. No, they can absolutely find me on LinkedIn. And if you're not quite yet on LinkedIn, you can go to my website, mirandavonfrickin.com. You can see all of my services there. Get on my calendar. We'll have a nice conversation and I would be happy to take that over for you. Yeah, absolutely. This has been so helpful. Thank you so much. You're I can tell this is, your, this is your zone of genius for sure. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you for sharing uh, your wisdom. I look forward to sharing you to our network here because I know that they will uh, value your input here. So check her out on LinkedIn. And you guys, even if you're newer in LinkedIn or not as active, check her out and see how she engages. She does such a fabulous job as she should because she's an expert, but she does a great job of keeping it very personable. That's one thing I noticed, Miranda. It's not... It's not like um, suit coat talk. It's just like, hey, that's what I do and blah, blah, blah. And it's very relational and you do a great job yep. of that. So thank you. It is all about the organic reach. I do no paid ads. I just want you to get to know me, my heart and how I can help you serve your clients better. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And everybody go check out Miranda. I'll have her links all in the show notes. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still here. You are such a rebel woman. I have to meet you. Come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook, created for brick and mortar business owners just like you. In this group, we empower, encourage, and support each other. And every week I come in and share with you a tip, tool, or strategy that I'm learning in my brick and mortar business to help you in yours. And you guys, this is the real stuff, the nitty gritty in real time of what's going on. So come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook. I can't wait to meet you.